Welcome to The Radiant Life with Tatiana. I am your host and I'm obsessed with empowering you to live and create the best life possible. I'm a master mindset coach, breathwork facilitator, and a passionate little Latina who loves sharing the magic behind your subconscious mind and energetics. If you're looking to uplevel your mindset, learn all about spirituality and manifestation, and to be inspired in making a change to embody your best self, you are in the right place. My goal is for you to see and unlock your limitless potential, to have the tools to break free from the chains holding you back so you can create and live your most radiant life. I am so excited to have you here listening today. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Radiant Life Podcast. There are so many new listeners and I just have to take a second here before we dive in to just say thank you to everyone who listens to the show, whether you're an OG listener or you are new, welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy to have you here. So many of you have found me, my story, my brand from TikTok, me sharing my posts and my story on our breakup, our coming back together, our engagement. And I just appreciate all of the love and support and messages from you. I'm just so glad my content and my story resonates and also gives you hope and awareness around relationships and around healing and what can be possible when we do that inner work. And for those of you who are new, my name is Tatiana and I am a NLP master mindset manifestation coach, breathwork facilitator. And my intention with my brand in this podcast is to empower you into becoming your best self so you can create your most radiant life. And a big part of that are relationships. And I've been getting asked a lot, (laughs) a lot on relationship advice, on tips, on stories, on how I healed, how we rekindled, what did we do? And I am going to be bringing more topics like that here on the, on the podcast and you know, how we did it, how we moved through it, how we've created such a beautiful, loving relationship. I am creating a beautiful new program that I will share later on. And I feel like the reason why I feel so ready to share and open up more on my healing journey, our story of the breakup, our story of coming back together and, and just everything in between is because I feel like I've integrated and embodied on the deepest level. I truly value and love teaching, coaching, and preaching from an embodied place. I always want to come from a not this isn't just how I intellectually know this. I embody this, right? Like fully. I've implemented everything I share here. And it's now been a year since we've been back together. So I confidently feel like I have embodied the lessons and the changes. And I've learned what I've needed to now really share this from a full whole place and perspective. And I walk the walk and I'm a whole new person than I was when we first got back together. And I really always wanted to make sure that I was explaining things from a, oh, I've, I've done this. I've integrated this in our lives and I will be having a podcast episode with Evan, maybe a few, because many of you guys have asked, you know, his point of view, what he has to say, you know, how did we rekindle and just so much around the topic of relationships. And so this is just going to be another aspect of topics I cover on the podcast. And I'm just so excited to have you here. So for today's episode, healing from heartbreak, how did I do it? I talk a lot about like 
how to do the inner work, but I wanted to share with you guys exactly like how I specifically did it because healing can feel heavy. It can feel confusing. It honestly can feel like it's never ending. And because I've been asked so much around how did I do it, I did create a free guide, a free PDF. You can download it in the show notes below. Make sure you get that. But I want to go a little bit more in detail around the actual things I did within that, not just the tips I gave you guys in that guide. And I just want to preface here by saying healing looks differently for everyone. And we all have healing to do many different healings, right? You need to heal from maybe your childhood pains, the bullying, your parents' divorce. You don't, maybe you're not dealing with a heartbreak, but you're dealing with some type of thing. And we all have some sort of healing to do. And for me, this healing when, when I went through it last year was not just healing from my breakup with Evan. It was healing from past relationships that I never fully healed from. It was healing past identities. There was healing from my childhood that needed to be done that I just never fully healed. And I just looked at it in the face and I chose to overcome it and which I did. So just allow yourself to know that it's going to look differently for you, but this is what I did to heal during our breakup specifically and what I did to do it. So the breakup, it's so, it's so interesting thinking back at that time I was, as I was prepping to record this, I really brought myself back into the pain I was going in uh, when I was in Costa Rica and the bumpy road we were experiencing before that to then when I came home from our, my month long trip to breaking up, to moving out. And it was really heavy, but I I realized that the first thing I had done in my healing journey that really served me was I surrendered. I surrendered to everything, to the process, to what was about to come. I have had tendencies in the past to want to control everything or figure it all out like strategically and logically. And I remember sitting on the plane in Costa Rica and I was uh, coming home from Costa Rica and I was just like, I surrender. I'm just going to let what unfolds unfolds and take it day by day. And I truly gave myself permission to just be in this season without expectations, without plans, without pressure, without judgment. I was just being. And within that surrender, I dedicated and committed to myself. I made the commitment to take time alone, to go within, to really extract the the issues the baggage that was causing the conflict in the relationship to understand you know what went wrong to learn what I needed to learn make sure I embodied it so I didn't repeat those mistakes and I made sure that I was really taking this time alone because I never had really fully been alone I knew I had to move out that I was going to be alone in an apartment and I just made the commitment just to surrender and to put me first my healing and not to mask it with distractions, with distractions of drinking or, or, or smoking or any other distractions. Many people tend to resort to distractions. And that's one thing I really did not do, whether that was finding another relationship or, um, you know, sleeping with someone, those were things I just knew it was never part of my character, but I just made sure like, this is Tatiana only focus. And I just want to add that here because I know that that's a coping mechanism for some and it can cause issues down the line if you don't do the healing. 
So I surrendered, I committed, and I decided to feel the lows of the lows because I knew in order to feel better one day, I to feel those highs, I had to feel the pain in fullness. And so while I made this commitment and this surrender, I decided not to do contact with Evan. We when I, Once I moved out, because I, I was we were living together, which was a obstacle that we had to move through, I made the decision to cut contact. And I, you know, we had a conversation around this. I said, I think it's best if we don't communicate and we take time for us. And it was hard because him and I have known each other since 2013. We've talked almost every day since, you know, and to lose your best friend because our breakup was hard and it was healthy. Like we had respect for each other. But it was like, oh my God, I'm not going to have my friend, like my best friend, the person I used to tell everything to anymore. I get emotional just like thinking about that, just like how much pain it is. And I know I share everywhere to cut contact and I'm not saying this to make it harder, but it's going to support you in the long run. Because when you cut contact, you are able to put all of your attention and energy with you and you get to heal and move things faster. And my recommendation and tip is like, if you guys ended healthy in a healthy, unhealthy terms, you don't have to block each other, right? But maybe you mute each other's social media so you don't feel tempted to go look at their stuff or get reminded of them and just communicate. Let's take these two weeks, this month, two months. Maybe you don't even put a time frame and be like, let's just cut contact. There's going to be love and respect here. It's not in a malicious way, but it needs to be done. That's at least how we did it. And it really supported me and it's something I recommend to everybody. And, you know, obviously if you are going through a breakup and you ended on bad terms, cut contact, block each other, give yourself, don't torture yourself. You going on their social media is torturing yourself. That's you doing that to yourself. So save yourself from the pain. You know, as I go through this with the no contact, a big thing I did with this healing journey that I didn't do in my past heartbreaks was I fully felt my emotions at that time. You know, I've done a lot of work with my industry, with my own coaches, and I began to open myself up and feel safe again, feeling emotions. If you ever listen to the podcast episode, I forget which one it is. You can scroll back. Bad bitches don't cry. I had a time in my life, a big time where I had this identity of this tough girl, this mean, like, I don't cry. I don't have emotions because, um, I just, I went through things in my past that I just kind of like put up this wall and this demeanor and I didn't want to feel the emotions because it felt weak and uncomfortable. And, you know, obviously prior to our breakup, I've done a lot of work to open myself up. So this was the first time I was like, okay, it is safe to feel these emotions and I'm going to feel them fully. And I would repeat that all the time when emotions would come up. Some days I would wake up and just start crying the moment I would wake up. Some I would be in the middle of work and just... I would just get slammed with like heartbreak and I just would surrender my work and I would just take a moment and just fully express how I felt. Sometimes I would cry, dropping to my knees. Sometimes I would curl up in a ball in my bed. Sometimes I would punch a pillow or scream or stomp. Feel I felt my emotions fully because I knew in order to heal, we must feel. And that emotions are nothing but energy in motion. And they're neither good nor bad. They just are. And I would just allow them to arise whenever they arose without judgment, 
without shame. And I was like, okay, hey, cool. We're here. We're going to feel this out. I'm so grateful that this emotion is arising because it means I'm one step closer to fully healing. And that was the mindset I had through it. Something else that I did, I don't even know how many like tips I have here. I, I didn't number them. I just kind of wrote them down. Um, was I created routines and rituals that were new and fun and serving for who I was becoming, right? Change it up. Don't do the old things of the past. Don't do things that are going to remind you of them. Do things that are going to support you and who you're becoming. This is a really big thing that really supported me. I would take nature walks every day. If you were following me on Instagram during that time, I was at least on a walk once a day, whether it was around my, my apartment complex on this trail, or I would go to the beach, I would get out in nature and I would just walk and just observe my thoughts and just talk and just feel. And it was so, so healing. I also would do morning meditations just to really get myself grounded and really start my day with intention. And of course, these are things I do now, but I moved through it with a different energy around it. I did move through it of like checking in on myself. How am I doing? What's my intention for today? How can I feel grounded versus like all up in my head? I would journal daily. I would journal out what happened today. How did I feel? What emotions came up? What lessons were arising? Because at least for me, when we went through a breakup, I got like downloads after downloads after downloads. Like when I say downloads, I mean just like um, aha moments of, oh, I did this and I did I shouldn't have done that. Or I could have improved here and I, just a list of lessons. And you know, if you guys are interested, I could always, I don't mind sharing that now. Um, full hindsight, just reading that full list. But like, you know, I could have compromised better. Oh, Evan was trying to do what I desired him to do but I just wasn't noticing it. Right. And I just had all these different lessons. And so I really journaled on the lessons. I had like a note section on my phone and I would write them down in my journal to really process them through. Um, I would do journaling prompts of gratitude and manifesting a life where I felt healed again. And I just got everything that was on my mind and on my heart onto paper. I tell everyone, everyone should get into a journaling practice because there's power in writing things out. You get it off your chest. And it's a way to move through it in a subconscious level. Hold on, I'm going to take a sip of water. A few other things I did with these new routines and rituals were I danced. I moved my energy. This is like the time where like I wasn't, like I was working out still, but I was finding different ways to move my body. And I did a lot of dancing in my apartment. I just, whatever song felt called to, I would just move. And again, emotions or energy in motion. So I would just imagine the whatever I was feeling, just moving through my body, I would just feel connected. It was a time where I really brought connection back to me, like how I felt in my body. And it was such a beautiful time. I got into a very regimented breathwork, um, ex- ex- yeah, what's the word? Routine. That beautifully, this is how like God in the universe works. Like I had signed up for my breathwork facilitator program in October. The week it started was the like around, maybe not the week I moved out, but similar timing. And so every week I would do breathwork sessions, whether they were a quick 15 minute, 30 minute one or a full hour one. I swear breathwork changed my life. And this is why I became a facilitator was to provide this to others, to my clients, because mindset work is beautiful and 
emotions and memory and trauma stored in the body. And so what this breathwork practice allowed me to do is allowed me again to feel the emotions or just to move the emotions and heal on a cellular level. I didn't have to consciously think like I'm sad, like just the breath was moving some trapped energy or trapped sadness or whatever I was feeling out beautifully. Oh, get into breath work. Um, you know, these are all things that I teach and I support and coach on and guide inside of my coaching programs. If you desire to learn actually how to get into this yourself, um, you can apply and learn more with the links in the show notes. Other things I did was I started to spoil myself and love myself and give myself the love and build myself up. You know, I would do baths, I would do spa showers, I would do face masks and just very feminine, like loving, nurturing things. This was a period where I learned how to be in my feminine and not have to do, do, do and hustle and get things done. And no, I was just, I was just being, I was just feeling, I was just moving through the moments each day. I bought myself new clothes because as you go through a heartbreak, that's why so many people like cut their hair or, or diet, right? Like you become a new identity. I I choose clothes because I'm never going to cut my hair, but you know, I, I just did things that would make me feel better. And in, in, in support my healing, right? Like buying new clothes or dyeing your hair isn't healing, but it just is a support through it. Of, of course, I was obviously doing the deeper inner work. Something I did during the breakup that really allowed me to heal was I got closer to, to my faith and I got closer to God. And, you know, respectfully, I understand everybody has a different uh, model or representation of what this looks like. But at the end of the day, I leaned in for me on my connection with myself, with my higher self and with God. And I leaned in on the spiritual support. I truly believe that as humans, we're not meant to do this alone. We have spiritual universal like principles, laws, guidance that are here to support us. In the Bible, it says that he is near the brokenhearted. And if you listen to the episode 79 of us coming back together, you'll know that there was some moments that were like, only explained that God gave me those visions. God gave me those things. And it blows my mind to this day. And in this, I chose faith over fear. Both are a choice. You can choose to be in fear and worry and all of those thoughts, or you can choose faith. And I chose to have faith. I chose to believe it was going to be okay. And I was going to make it through. Another thing I did to really support me to heal that everybody, we all have this to do is forgiveness a lot of forgiveness, forgiving, forgiving myself, forgiving Evan, forgiving my parents, right? Because they, they were divorced and I just had stuff come up around that and anything that came up. I just forgave. This is, I, I teach a lot of forgiveness practices inside of my coaching programs, <clears throat> Ho'oponopono, which is like this meditation process that we do of cutting energetic cords. Um, one that I can give you here as a tip is I, I wrote a letter to myself and to him. And I didn't send it or give it. It was just more of like the process of, of getting off my head, off my chest and forgiving myself and choosing myself every single day and choosing to forgive. And you know, a few other things I did to truly hear from, heal from this breakup was I, I really took the time to reflect and learn and embodied. I remember I, within a two week span, I got like pages of lessons and awareness and aha moments and I had this, this beautiful friend say to me, she's like, just because you know it doesn't mean you know it. And that's when it like clicked. And that's where, it, just the way she said it, like, yeah, okay, I intellectually know this in, the, in my brain, but I don't know this in the body. I don't know this as a new version of myself. I needed to really integrate the lessons and embody it. 
which I did. And I made sure I did before I even talked to Evan about getting back together. Cause she told me that I was like, I have all these lessons. She's like, okay, but that doesn't mean shit. <laughs> She's like, you have to like embody it and learn it and integrate it so that you can a hundred percent wholeheartedly believe that you are a new person to then be able to express this to him. So I'm so grateful. She said that. And finally, the last two things I did to truly help me heal through this heartbreak was I seek support. I don't think we're meant to do life healing alone at all. I mean, this is why I do the work that I do. So I did a breakthrough session in relationships that was beautiful and game changing and really taught me that I felt um, unworthy of healthy, deep love. I was, you know, I had carried on, carried on guilt. I did a breakthrough session right before I went to Costa Rica and I released a lot of guilt from my past, but then, you know, that's why I had to do more forgiveness. But then I realized, oh, because of that, I had this limiting belief of I'm not worthy of this loving healing relationship or the love that Evan did give me. So I did that. Um, I did coaching. I did lots of inner healing. And I, and I also have a beautiful, beautiful support system. I have friends and family who are so caring, so loving, but also like hold me and they give it to me truthfully. They, they're not like those friends that just kind of tell you what you need to hear. I mean, tell you what you want to hear. My friends tell me what needs to be said. And I leaned in on them and I let them hold me and I let them cheer me up. And it was, it was so beautiful. And I really spent time with those I loved and I began to create this, you know, new identity and this new lifestyle instead of sitting and living in the past. And I asked for their support. I asked for them to, you know, remind me if I fall back or X, Y, Z. And one last thing I want to point here when it comes to seeking support is do not ask advice or support from those that do not have the life or the relationships that you desire. I've made that mistake. I've seen so many make mistakes of getting advice from their friends who have horrible relationships or their parents who had a horrible relationship. And, and I just say like, seek, be intentional with who you're opening up to and who you're seeking support from. Maybe if you don't have people or, or you just need third party. I really do believe there's power in third party, hire a therapist, hire a coach, join my programs and, and get that support that you need. Please don't go to your, your friends who have no experience or not good experience. Listen to their advice. But these were like the main things I did to heal this heartbreak. And you know, it's not time that healed me. It was doing the lots of inner work and healing over time that is what allowed me to heal me. And there's no guarantee on time, right? When people say like time will heal, no, it's doing the work over time. That's what heals. And so for some people, it depends, right? I don't want to, I want to want, so many people are asking like, how long did it take? And I'm like, it doesn't matter because what it took for me doesn't mean it's going to take for you. I had a lot of stuff come up and I was doing healing before we even actually broke up back in the spring. We broke up in July right? So everybody's timeline is different, but these are honestly the things that I did and that I recommend everyone do. Like I said, I shared a lot of them in the freebie. If you desire just to have like some steps and guidance to work through, download it, the links in the show notes, but maybe for you, if you're going through a heartbreak, this is an opportunity for you to connect to yourself and who you are and who you're becoming. I would encourage you to turn this pain into purpose, whether that's painting, music, writing poems, let your creative juices soar, dancing, flowing. That's why like some of the most beautiful songs are from those when they experienced heartbreak, like Adele, right? 
How can you do that for you? And I truly believe I made it through this because of my mindset, right? Like this pain is building you up to be stronger. And that's what I would tell myself every single day. I truly believe things are always happening for us. And we go, we grow through what we go through. And sometimes we must heal and have the pain in order to have a better future. So that way we don't bring up the past pains and the past baggage into new relationships. And I truly believe that's what allowed me to heal at such a deeper, quicker level is by having this mindset because I let myself die. I let that old, the version identity of me dissolve. She no longer exists. I let myself feel I let myself move through it without a plan or agenda and was just being. And yeah, some days were heavier, some were fun. Some I dropped to my knees, sobbing, curled up, surrendering, hands in the air, like every day looked different. But I had this mindset and I had this vision of making it through. And I kept telling myself, this is making me stronger and one day will all make sense. Just take it one step at a time. See, we can't control this. When we're healing and when pain rises, we must be flexible with what is arising. No pressure, no judgment, no shame. And just move through the season. Just like nature does. Nature has seasons and cycles. So do we as humans. And I and I really I acknowledged that. And I was like, okay, this is my fall. This is my winter. And eventually spring and summer are going to come again, which is what the season I am in now. But I adopted this mindset that I truly believed helped me heal the most of it's working out. It's building me to be stronger. And I truly believed if it was meant to be, it would have been, but that old relationship was not meant to be. It was too messy, too unhealed. And that's why it broke and it crumbled. But now this new relationship is here and this new relationship that we have would not have worked or wouldn't have been here if we didn't go through what we went through because without it, Without this heartbreak, without this healing and pain, I could not have rebirthed myself into who I am now. Because during that season, I gained massive amount of lessons and wisdom and perspective. I am a whole new person. I speak differently. I show up differently. My energy is differently. Different. <laughs> I have more patience. I have more perspective. I have more compromise. I feel more self-love and now I'm able to give and receive more love because of it. I, I learned how to communicate better and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here where I'm today without going through that. So allow yourself to see that this heartbreak and this season that you may be in is here for some purpose that even if it doesn't make sense now, it will one day because I had to go through the healing. I had to die. I had to go through the death of the old version of me, of the old relationship in order to have this new one. And I had this mindset without being attached of getting back together with Evan because I really did think we were broken up, right? Like I told myself like whether I was with Evan or someone else, it didn't matter. I knew I had to go through the healing and this death and rebirth in order to have a beautiful, loving relationship. And that's what got me through it. Having that mindset, having that perspective, having that vision. And now here we are a year later of getting, we spent our year anniversary getting back together. We are now engaged. We are still obsessed with each other. We are more in love. We are more happier each day, even though we've known each other for almost 10 years now. It's like, I see him in such a different light. It is such a cool, beautiful thing. Oh my God. I love it. And, and, and I truly, this is my hope is for everybody to have a relationship with this much love and excitement and, and just connection. Cause this honeymoon phase doesn't have to end bullshit. Like it doesn't, it does not. 
And, you know, I'm really excited to, to share with you how we did this. So we do plan to have more podcasts together for him to share his side, for us to talk about how we rekindled. And, and I'm also really excited because I'm in this creation phase of this beautiful new program. If you, maybe you saw it on TikTok or Instagram, that it's called Radiant Relationships. Oh, I love that name. It's so cool because that name came to me at the end of summer in a meditation. And I was like, Oh, I like that. Okay. But I didn't really know like what that meant, like what I was going to do with that. So I was like, okay, like I'm just going to trust when that time comes, comes. And now is the time just with all of the questions and, and distraction of like around the relationship. So this is going to be an eight week program to help you heal and attract your dream partner and create thriving, healthy relationships filled with love, connection, and passion. This program is going to be for women who are single and in relationships, because in order for us to have our dream partner and dream relationships, we must do our work because you can still attract your, your dream partner while you're in a relationship, right? Like as we grow and evolve through life, we become new versions of ourselves. And so it's okay to desire another new, better version of your partner, the next one, right? Like we're always ever changing. So this is going to, this, when we do that and we can learn to fall in love with the next version of ourselves and them, we stay stronger together. And that's how we have long lasting relationships. So it is both for singles, whether you're going through a breakup or you're just single wanting to learn how to attract that dream partner of yours. And, or if you're in a relationship and you just want to really enhance and bring your relationship to the new level, this program is going to be for you. And I'm so excited to share more as of right now, the start date will be April 10th. We're working on the website and just make sure you're, you're following me on Instagram and TikTok on my email list. You can join it, you know, by downloading any of the freebies below and I will give you guys more details, but this is, it's flowing out of me. There's so much beauty and I truly believe that this needs to be in more hands because we are meant to have thriving relationships and not many of us have had experience of understanding how to have a healthy relationship, how to communicate, how to know what we desired, how to communicate that and handling our attachment styles and protection mechanisms and just learning how to have the relationship of your dreams. You can have that and I'm here to show you how. So stay tuned and I'll be sharing more details with the weeks to come, showing you guys behind the scenes. It's just coming together so well. And since this since this is the first time I am going to be opening it, there is going to be an exclusive before door, doors open price, which is going to be such a deal. So definitely, if you know you're going to sign up for this, get in it before the doors open. And even for it being the first time launching, there's going to be just a special price with that too. There's going to be payment plans. I just really want to allow you to find a way to make this work for you to get inside because I know how amazing it's going to be and how supportive it's going to be for you in your future. So if you're, if you are like definitely interested and you're like, I'm going to join this, send me a message, um, on Instagram or Facebook, and I will just send you more details there. I can, you can sign up now. Uh, we just don't have the website created at this point of the recording, but it's going to be up soon. So maybe when you're listening to this, check out my website at tatianacuto.com. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. I love and appreciate all of you who are here supporting this podcast, this brand, and just sharing it around. If you valued from this, please take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram, or send it to somebody you may know who could really value from the information provided. I'm so excited to open up and share more around this topic and blend it in with all of the other episodes and excited to, to have you along the ride. Thank you so much for listening. I love and appreciate you all. 
and I hope you have the most radiant day. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with me and write an Apple iTunes review so I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me, you can find me on Instagram at Tatiana underscore Kuto. Make sure to tag me in any posts that you share. I love and appreciate you so much and cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out and radiate your light into the world.